there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. All right, welcome back to the Monday Morning Inside the Garage podcast. Uh, me, Kyle Hamilton, along with KJ Wallace, Connor Adigan, and Cam Hart. We took a little hiatus for a few weeks because camp was whooping us. Um, we would get back to the dorms and uh, all talk to each other and say, even if we were recording, we wouldn't really have the energy to. Might even fall asleep during the podcast. So uh, it's been a grind these past few weeks with camp. I mean, obviously... Every college football player in the country has gone through it, and uh, we just got finished with it pretty much today. So um, with that and everything, school starting up, we've kind of been busy. But now we settled down a little bit, getting into game week, so we had time to record, so we're back. And better sure. than ever. Definitely. Yep. Yep. On the same topic, camp. Camp. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it before it started, and now that we're on the other side, it's kind of crazy i think it went by somewhat fast do y'all agree Bro, no, by no. So much yeah. Yeah. yeah freshman and sophomore year or not sophomore year because covid but freshman year compared to now oh yeah day and night yeah honestly what was y'all's best and worst part of camp you think i'll probably say my my best part about camp was just uh like just uh coming together i guess with everybody um just kind of seeing how the team look for the first first time and then um i guess just Again, like really seeing how the defense, you know, can, you know what I'm saying, because it's a new defense, seeing how the defense really comes together. So I'd say that's my favorite or best part. My worst part would probably be how my body felt. Like <laughs> just my feet were sore, like <laughs> head was hurt, like dehydrated, yeah, just wasn't sleeping right. So mm-hmm. that's probably my worst out of everything, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, personally, just seeing like all the work come to fruition. Uh, this is like the first time that I was able to get through a camp like fully healthy and uh, not have any problems. So just seeing that, um, along with all the hard work that I've been putting in, just seeing the product of it was pretty cool. Um, the worst part was definitely sleeping in the dorms. Uh, <laughs> folks getting about four, right. three hours of sleep a night. Sheesh. Gotta wake up and do, be in the goog for all day basically. So um, the dorms was definitely not it. I remember a few podcasts ago, I was talking about how I preferred dorm Oh, the Olympic bed. Yeah. I'd take that back. Yeah. Um, Big tweet. Big yeah, tweet. so, yeah, that, that's that what it was for me. I guess for me, the best part was probably the early part of camp because we were lower on receivers, so I was actually able to, you know, 
participate more in practice, get more reps. So, um, sidebar, just. And then Coach Con- Kelly looks at me on the defensive sideline and goes, uh, you guys got to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so he's, I was kind of dope to see him. Don't get it twisted. I'm, I doubt he's listening, but uh, he yeah. knows it exists. But continue. Connor's always talking about being a walk-on. Don't get it twisted. He's definitely he's like that. He's like definitely that. like that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and then the worst part, I mean, similar to what Cam and KJ have said, the length, I mean, just the the amount of time, I mean, what, 18, I guess the official end was what, today? Yeah. So that was what, 18 full practices, full days, you know, in the Goog. So just the, the length and like how it's a month long is probably the worst part for me. Yeah. Just also just being in just being in football mode 24-7 for that long of a time is going to it's going to take a mental toll. It's going to take a mental, uh, a physical toll. And I think um, it also plays to awareness of, like, mental health, I guess. And this, like, physical, like, awareness. Like, you got to take time, like, to yourself just to talk to yourself. Like, get yourself out of that mode so you can reset yeah. and you can have a better day. And, um yeah, so that was just a sidebar. Yeah. For me, my best part of camp probably was just being out there because I had surgery, obviously, in the winter. And so I hadn't played since the Bama game, which was January 1st, right, or something like that. So um, just being out there was the best part because during spring, uh, I would be having FOMO, feeling like I'm missing out, uh, just watching all y'all balls. So um, it was good to be back out there. I would say the worst part for me is – kind of in the same sense like I felt so rusty the uh, first week like I was out there like I'm like looking at my body like am I even good anymore like I, I haven't been out here like I'm, I'm making mistakes I like never used to make and I'm like dang like rust is real things like I'm thinking I'm gonna go out there and like be straight but like you definitely got to work back into that especially with a new defense mm. and pick up the new playbook and stuff like that I felt kind of behind but as we got further in the camp I felt a lot more comfortable just adjusting and um kind of realizing like I had to take a step back and like say like it's uh, you got to get back to where you were so um that was probably the hardest part for me mm-hmm. um but yeah my body too at the same time like stuff would be hurting I didn't even know it could hurt like my hurt. fingertips like, were hurting hurt, right, bro. Like, for like, no reason at all <laughs> for no reason nothing, somebody said um camp is like comparable to navy seal training yeah. I don't. I don't think. I really don't think it's like that. But I mean, that, that's what people. That's <laughs> what I heard. Similar, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like second hardest thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I've never, never done Navy SEAL training. I don't know. It's probably like, similar. I don't want to slight Navy SEALs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe listening to this, like y'all don't understand. We have to drown. We literally have to drown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's. What, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a stretch, but that's what someone told me. So, before Kyle talked about his camp, you said that, like. It's a big mental thing mm-hmm. um, about that. So do you think that like your ability to be mentally, I guess, more prepared made camp go by faster? Because you said it went by a lot slower freshman. So you think you got yeah. better at that yeah, year three? Um, or Junior year compared to freshman year, I feel like in freshman year, one, I'm stepping into camp not knowing what my role is on the team, not knowing what to expect out of camp, not knowing what to expect out of the coaches. It's like one of the first times I actually like have to deal with the coach in a football like facility, I, I guess. Um, right. And 
So I'm, I'm dealing with all that stuff. Explain that because I think I don't think a lot of people know that the coaches aren't really there. Yeah, in the so summer, in the summer, um, the summer is really built for like the team to come together as one and uh, get to know each other on a very personal level. We spend majority of the summer with each other. So um, when we're working on this stuff, the coaches, obviously, they don't want to be there and they probably are doing other work, but they are majority of the time they aren't there. So um, we can count on each other to be accountable and carry the team because it's essentially our team. So um, without that, like trust and that brotherhood, um, there's nothing. So it's usually just us and the strength coaches and um, all summer. So when you're coming into camp, August, whatever it is, um, that's probably like some of the first time you spending hours on hours with coaches. And in freshman year, I was going into camp not knowing like any of this stuff. So as we're doing practices and stuff, I'm doing football, but I'm also struggling mentally with like I guess football stuff, but not like the tactical play. It's also like, who am I going to be on this Notre Dame football team and stuff like that. So um, junior year comes around and I have a sense of what my role is going to be. Me and my coach personally have a really close connection. So um, there was no like uncertainties there. I was just able to understand like the importance of taking care of your mental uh, this time around. So I would come home. And whether I had a really good practice, a bad practice, a mediocre practice, come home, reset. Because I can't, I mean, as we all know, we can't, like, let that trigger effect all right. over to the next day. So, um, yeah. freshman year, I didn't I didn't do that. I would go have a bad practice, and then I'm so mad. I'm like, I got to have a good practice. Then I have worse yeah. practice. Yeah. So, um, just to take care of your mental was a big part for me in camp. Um, I actually started reading a little bit, but. Okay. She was reading. Yeah. Mm. She was reading. Like what you're saying, like you would have a bad practice and be you feel so like nervous going into practice. Me personally, that's how I was feeling my freshman year. I can see it with some of the freshmen we have now. It's like there's such a big difference for me now and me then in terms of making mistakes during practice. Because back then you haven't proven yourself. Like you're going through one of the most humbling experiences you've gone through in a while. Because we were all that dude in high school and you come here, you have to like make a new name for yourself and I would make a mistake in practice my freshman year even last year too even my sophomore year mm. make a mistake and I'm like damn like I, I'm like stressing over it and it would ruin the rest of my practice mm-hmm. but um now I feel like I make a mistake and then I just assess what happened what I did wrong and go and fix it the next player whenever the next opportunity I get and don't allow it to affect me over the course of the whole practice and I feel like that's where a lot of the freshmen now offense and defense can grow in that area because even just talking to him it's like a defensive player will lose a one-on-one rep and then be stressing like god i can't be doing that like i just got a ball caught on me i'm like dude these these kids are like the best in the country too like you're they're on scholarship too like you're gonna get balls caught on you like you're gonna break some passes up too you can't get too high can't get too low and i think when you understand that going into camp and keep that throughout camp, it'll help you so much more. Especially at opposition because confidence is so big. Bro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For me, this camp, one thing I especially like tried to focus on was like not doing the same thing. Like if I messed up on this yesterday, let me not mess up on it today. Sure, you know right what I'm saying? Today. So like yeah. I used to like during camp, what I would do is I'd I would go through like the coaches or whatever, and I would just do like keywords that I needed to like put in my mind before I would run the covers. Like I'd be like, we're running cover two, stay high, get depth. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that if you do, if you just do that simple thing, like every, it's going to make everything else easier. You know what I'm saying? So like just kind of, I guess that one thing, like you just get, you may lose, you may like get corrected on something. It's like, all right, cool. 
next day and don't mess up on that at the bare minimum. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you may have something else to work on the next day or the day after that, but don't make the same mistakes you made yesterday. I mean, yeah, just focus on one thing at a time was my biggest thing. One day, run into the ball. Like, just run to the ball as fast as you can. Like, when you, like and uh, Coach Freeman emphasizes oh, running to the yeah, ball. Definitely running. And, like, we're in seven on seven. And it's, like, the sixth rep, and you've it's already 98 degrees out there. And you got – dude catches a slant on the opposite side of the field, and you got to run and tag off. Like, yeah. And they it's come tough. back and cover and go to the next Bro, play. Seven on exactly. seven reps be – yeah, but I mean yeah, that'll make like you a better player. Like it builds good habits. He always says it. It sounds cliche, but like, it builds good habits. And mm. if we're automatically like used to running to the ball, we're gonna do it in the game. And yeah. uh, suppose the play pops, somebody misses a tackle, and we're right there to clean it up. So Facts. I mean, just that just comes with maturing too. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Another thing Camp has made me realize, bro, time is such a social construct, bro. I was talking to somebody about this, bro. Um, so, like, I was thinking about it. Days running to each other. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I don't know nothing. I just know yeah. where I got to be, what I got to do, yeah. and what the next thing I got to do. So, I honestly feel like now, Sunday, uh, Saturday, Monday, same day, bro. Yeah, exactly. Same day. Same day. We're looking at the camp schedule. It's like I'm looking at the clock, like... I don't even have to be at the next meeting when it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, all right, when the big hand hits the 10, I go to this room yeah. at this time. <laughs> yes, it's not, bro. It's yeah. not even like not 10 a.m. Like, you get yourself up, go to the next room, get out, go to practice at when at this number on the clock, and then you get back in, go go home, study. It sounds bad because you don't know what day is going on, but like, no. it doesn't matter. It really don't at matter. All. Like, you just know, I got to be in the facility today. It could be a got Tuesday. It could be Sunday. Like, what really got it for me is when it was like, we're practicing on the Sundays, and I'm like, so, you know, Sunday, most people, was just like the day where you relax. It was like, yeah, nah, the I'm in the facility at 7, 7, 7, it's a Sunday. Bro. Like, yeah, I'm even, here. <laughs> it's the Lord's Day. I'm out here about I'm to here. collapse on the field. Like, God please, said rest bro. on Sundays. What happened to no, that? Some, some days I would either scooter or drive to the goo. 
and there was one day it was the middle of camp and i was like so confused because I, I was leaving the goog and i could not remember oh. if i scootered or drove because everything was like <laughs> blended together so i was like find his car i was like not, did i scooter so i walked to the motor and i was like my scooter's not here so i must have drove and I was walking to the parking lot, and I was like, I just, I just don't think I drove today. So I just kept walking, and I was like, oh, I drove today. I, my car is here. I was well, like, that, 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 I could not up, remember at we all. We should talk yeah. about, like, texting parents, people you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, I feel bad. Like, that yeah, they, until, like, this week, probably, I haven't really reached out to people that I normally talk to back. Yeah. Like, it's just, you just, your mind is so mentally wrapped up in what's going on that it's just everything else is just not I mean, it like not all you can think about the average is, screen yeah. time i saw, I saw a tweet down. i saw a tweet that was like girls don't be mad if he's not texting you back we don't even have time to text our mom all right now that we're out of the black hole that is camp black hole the void the void we're finally in the florida state week we got fsu going down to tallahassee uh, games at seven thirty next yeah. Sunday on a Sunday. It's crazy. It came up on us. We got eight days till we play. We're gonna be on the plane that this shit, time next week. That's actually cra- like that is that's crazy. That's close. Like when camp, when summer cool. started, and then yeah, the spring exactly. ball started. That's how the close. <laughs> we pretty much started Florida State prep officially today. We've been doing some little stuff before that, but I'm just gonna tell him. Coach Kelly tries to build a mindset going into the away stadiums. He talked about it today. Like so, when we played Virginia Tech, we all weren't here. Uh, we were seniors in high school and they were playing at Virginia Tech and they played Inner Sandman, the song that Virginia Tech plays over and over at their home games um, the whole week throughout practice so the team could get used to it and we went down there and had a good result. So um, he's kind of doing the same thing with Florida State and their chant, the little, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm expecting getting warm-ups today. Uh, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I'm like, the first time it comes on, I'm like, oh, this is lit. Yeah. Like, uh, this is going to be the environment we're down time. there. <laughs> and then after two minutes, the song's oh over God. and plays again. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. locked in. I'm locked in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping some hip-hop comes on a little bit. Yeah. Plays the third time. I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous already. The fourth time, I'm like, bro, please turn this off right Mind now. Mind you, our warm-ups take 20 minutes. Yeah, so this is 20 up, yeah. minutes of this chant. The O and the, the chopping on the big screen for 20 minutes. This straight. is like That's a 15 second chant that's being played <laughs> yeah. for, for 20, 20 minutes. minutes. I'm like, yo, what? It's deafening. Like, yeah. If anyone was around campus at that practice time, you probably heard it. Yeah, yeah. probably loud. It was so loud. People were showing up at the gate. You seen it like, uh, oh, like uh, the top gate of there? That was so yeah. brainwashing, bro. Yeah. I was talking to my FSU, right, bro. Like, this is brainwashing. Yeah. Right now. I'm like, all I could think about is that chant. But I mean, it makes sense because I mean, today we're like, oh my gosh, stop playing this. But by the end of the week, we're probably gonna be like, I'm so used to the song, so ready to go down there and be prepared for it. Like, I just want to beat them even more because Sorry. of the song playing in my Sorry. ear all week I just long. added to my ox. Just getting used to it. Lyrics. some words. <laughs> See, I thought they were gonna play it one time, then we're gonna listen to hip hop the rest of warm ups. Yeah, and just over and over. At least Sam like, got, oh my Sam God. got lyrics to it, don't it? It does. Or is it just guitar? I think, Ooh, I think it's just guitar. We're playing there this year, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good tactic, though. I, I kind of like that because going off today, I'm like, bro, it's so annoying. Yeah. So if we would have went there down there and I didn't hear that already, I'm like, bro, shut yeah. up. Yeah. Exactly. trying to lock yeah, in. Yeah. So. Well, again, the first time you played it, everyone kind of like looked up and was like, damn, this is yeah. kind of. 
It's got like you're not going to do that at the game now. You're just going to yeah. just continue Facts. warming up for the game. You're not going mean, to be, the be day, well you got to you got to take it in at least one time to look and be like, "Yo, this is a crazy environment." Like, all right, let me lock it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be good. Hey, what's where's one place, one away game, like stadium environment, all that stuff? Take all that in. Where's one place that you want to play and just be the villain? Like, yeah, Trey Young vibe. Uh, Trey Young vibe. Uh, that's a good question. I'm saying Penn State, bro. That would be live. I went on a visit there in a while, the, when they played Michigan and they asked Saquon Barkley still. rocking? Maybe Michigan. Crazy. The big yeah. house. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah we already did that. It didn't yeah, end up did too that. well. <laughs> Let's just take out the rain next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably say Florida. Have y'all been to a Florida game? Crazy, Ben Hills like that. Yeah, for like it's that. crazy. I want to say Texas A and M. Everyone talks about twelfth man. 12th, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what that SEC is. School, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely in the SEC school. You say big Michigan still? Probably Michigan. But do you do you think people? What do you think people think when they come to play like Notre Dame? Because we our crowd is like a bit of an older yeah, crowd. So, you know? yeah. Actually, it's <laughs> like a funny story about so that. So when we, <laughs> when, uh, when Georgia came up here. We were in high school again, so it was a while ago. And um, there were a bunch of Georgia fans that came up here because, you know, obviously Georgia's in the Bible Belt. And so uh, a lot of Georgia fans are Christians, are Catholic, and want to come up to Notre Dame, especially if their team's good, Notre Dame's good, they get to watch a football game with it. So Mm -hmm. my friend's dad went up to the game, and um, he's a Georgia fan, but he's like, what is up with the people in South Bend? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, they're the nicest people yeah. I had a football game I've ever met in my life. Because he's just used to SEC. Like, nobody is going to be nice to you. But here, all the ushers are like, welcome to Notre Dame. Welcome to Notre Dame. <laughs> After the game, all the fans are like, great game. Y'all played an awesome game. <laughs> Did we win or lose? We lost. We lost, lost that game. Lost. <laughs> yeah, we lost, lost that game. So, like, yeah, great game. Nice. Like, hell of a match. Like, we lost that, that game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was at that game. Jake's dad, because he, he went to Virginia Tech. So, he came up for the Virginia Tech game last year last year or uh, freshman year and mm-hmm. he was like bro this is like one of the nicest environments i've ever been in it's like a notre dame experience right Everything yeah about it. people come up here they're like they're gonna go see the okay not COVID, like the marching band at the dome yeah the player walk the yeah grotto like it's i guess it's all about what you do besides the game and i, I bet other schools have that too but that, I, wish, I wish the stadium was a little more I think we do. Yeah, bro, do y'all remember our freshman year, the USC game, the night game? I thought it was lit. I think we have the biggest variance in loudness and quietness Quiet. in the stadium in this yeah. country. It, it gets loud, gets but loud. like if we're playing like a non, I'm about to say non-conference game, every game is non-conference game. But like, uh, I don't want to downplay any games, game. but like a non-rival, like yeah. Unranked team. Toledo. There'll be a time like Not halfway a through the game. third quarter where you're like, you could hear a pin drop. Like, yeah. it's just like golf claps. We get a first. <laughs> like, like, Not a big game, a day game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, been, I've been to a good amount of like indie home games because I'm obviously from here. And <laughs> there were times where it was like me and my older brother, we would like stand up because it was like a third down or something. And we would have people behind us like tell us to sit down. And I'm like, that kind of <laughs> takes away the whole aspect of a college football game. What? You know? It's like, what? I'm not saying they told you to sit down. Yeah, like there's so that would be a fight in the south. It felt like sometimes in this, like in, in the SEC schools, like if you weren't standing up, you weren't going to see the game. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Like you wouldn't be able to see the game because the people in front of you are going to be standing the whole time. Like it's weird if you it's didn't awesome. see a fight at a game. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the majority of games I went to in the south, like there's a fight every game. For real, like not even between obviously teams. It's like people over little stuff. 
My bad. Bro. Oh, you just catch a crab. Cam just spazzed because he caught a leg cramp. See, camp. Still, camp. Still, still, still work. Can't work. Sheesh. And it's not a knock. It's not a knock on indie fans because yeah. one thing about Hell indie yeah. fans, they will yeah. show up every time. Yeah, Bro, it's sold out. It's packed out. I think it's time. just a different mindset. It's a little different. That's all it is. Do I think it's a hostile environment for other teams, though. I think so. Because I always look at the list, like, we just know, like, in social media, people always come out with these random lists, like, yeah. the most high-style place to play, and we're never on there. And I feel like, bro, if I was playing in this environment... I think we have the one one of the cooler kickoff traditions in the country. Like, when they play the song. Mm-hmm. That song always rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, exactly. And they come out, like, a tiny tunnel in the corner, and then I don't think anybody gets booed except USC, really. USC got booed hard. USC did get booed. And we had a fight with them before halftime, which is lit. <laughs> what they do on third down? What's the one they do on third down? It's like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's probably my so, favorite. It's probably my like favorite. That. Yeah, but we shout out Chad Bowden. We got some stuff teed up this year to hopefully intimidate the other team on third down. Yeah. What and, do you got? Did you not hear what they played on third oh, down? Oh, that was him? That was yes. Chad, yo. Yes. Chad, yo. No way. Yeah. God. Chad did that? Yeah. 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 So I'm on third. I'm not going to reveal any uh, any secrets, that, but uh, that was just stay tuned for so our third. Our de- when the defense has a third down, we're going to play something in the stadium. That was Chad. To get the crowd hype. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to call him. He came up to me before and was like, do you like this? I was like, yeah, that's so lit. Because like, so you're an opposing quarterback and you hear that. Before third down, like big play in the game, oh, like, oh, what? what? Especially the first time, the, the, the first third down, oh, they're like, God. what? Sheesh. And the students, the students need to know. We gotta let the students know. know. So, so, yeah, yeah, they could. I think it would be. No, they they so I think that I would like if they if they like knew it was going like on. After, and then on cue. Uh, All right, if you're listening to this as a student, the first third down, yeah, we got some for you. Yep. Hate to hate to teach y'all with that idea, but you, I guess you just gotta watch the game. You gotta come in the game. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. So now, big introduction to a new 
inside the garage segment ironically Ooh. called outside the garage money so this is where we ask you guys the listeners um for a few topics that you want to hear and we'll give you a little shout out your social media handle but um so we're gonna get into it hopefully do this every week so send us stuff dm us on twitter and instagram whatever you guys want to talk about and uh you might be on the show you never know so um first outside the garage topic what are your thoughts on the targeting rule this was proposed by at cj noctingall on twitter Hmm. You want to go first, Kyle? Since you yeah, have this some, is uh, very near subject to my <laughs> heart. <laughs> name, um, me, uh, me and the targeting rule haven't really gotten along in the past. I've got <laughs> called for two targetings since I've been here. Uh, one was reversed, one was not. And uh, uh, so the first one was my freshman year against Virginia Tech. Um, it was just a little third down play or whatever. And then Helmet to helmet. I got kicked out the game temporarily. I threw my mouthpiece on the sideline. I was pretty mad. And uh, they told me I was back in the game. So that was lit. Um, the second time around <laughs> was uh, not as successful. Um, so it's funny. The kid that I hit against North Carolina and got kicked out the game for Josh Downs, who I played AAU with when we were like eight years old. So I've known this kid forever. It's and it's so when I hit him, and I look up for flags and I see a flag. I'm like, oh, no, like, oh, my God, not again. And so I go up to the ref in the game. I'm like, ref, I've known this kid since we were in third grade. Like, I would never try to hurt him. Like, I was just trying to make a tackle. <laughs> yeah. not that to the ref. You said that about Bro, I said that to the ref. I said that to the ref. I'm like, I know this kid. Like, I'm not trying to do anything malicious. Like, it was just a hard hit. Like, it's third down, big game. He's like, I don't care, 14. I don't care. I'm like, dang. So I look at the replay. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Like, uh, I'm not going to kick out. And the ref comes out. It's like. Number 14 is, is ejected for the rest of the game. I'm like, bro, Damn. what? Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost showed a tear. Oh, man. And my mama. <laughs> shout out, Jackie. Uh, apparently, my mama was going to fight in the stands over it. Because, uh, yeah, my mom was a fighter. But uh, somebody in the stands was like, get him off the field. He's so dirty. And my mom just turned around. I can't say a lot of stuff she said to that guy. But uh, my brother had to separate them. <laughs> it's like a dude. Like my mom's uh, chatting with him. But yeah. Um, my thoughts on it. It's a good rule to have. I think it needs to be more set in stone on, and not at like the ref's discretion. Because I feel like there's if you had picked a different ref in that situation, some might have called targeting, some might have not. So I think there needs to be one like how NFL the NFL goes to New York for stuff like and like one person decides i feel like we either that or not make the penalty as harsh and like they used to send people back in the locker room that's absurd yeah that's like that's crazy it doesn't make like, sense. it makes no sense like isolate you from your team yeah like that's it and you get kicked out of the game like you worked all week to be in this game like you're yeah. playing and you kick down you're just gonna put this kid alone in the locker room so by like himself. a grown-up like, timeout yeah exactly grown-up grown you're in the corner yeah so defense, we have like a targeting rule. And for like offense players, like there's so many times when a barker is running the ball and he like goes right. like, head head down. Mm -hmm. There's no penalty for that. I guess like the blind side block off can be like a, a equivalent to a targeting, but mm -hmm. they're not getting kicked out. That's fully it's at fit. their discretion. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I just feel like um I mean, obviously that's a big thing, like concussions and all that stuff, and that's what they're right. mainly trying to be aware of. But um I just feel like it's too much power, like again with use too much power in one person. And obviously no one is out there trying to like exactly give somebody a concussion who's trying yeah. to make plays. And sometimes it's freak accidents. Uh, uh, there's people out there trying to get people concussions. Trying to be nice about it. But um, 
Um, for the most part. And sometimes part. it's freak accidents. Like yeah. sometimes like mm-hmm. I can be going for a pick and he just runs it to me mm-hmm. and then right. he falls down or something like that. So I feel like it's like unequal playing field with the defense on the losing end. So, I, don't, I just don't understand it sometimes. Like, do you guys remember the the hit against Justin Fields? Yeah, I was just the linebacker. Yeah, so, so he lowered yeah. the crown of his helmet and hit him in the ribs. It was not in the head or neck area. And he spun into him. Like, it would have yeah. been a shoulder tackle but he, he was like spin. fully head yeah. down. Like, And that's what they said. They yeah. Crown your helmet. Yeah, so like hit him that. in the ribs. Like, is that targeting? Is targeting just up here? Like, they didn't call it. I don't believe they called it. I think they just they did. He got, they did call it. Okay, so up. think about this. If Justin Field, if it was switched, Justin Fields used the crown of his helmet to try to run him over. It would be no nothing. Or, yeah. or yeah. do you think if he hit some random other random quarterback, it wasn't Justin Fields? You think they would have called him for targeting? Exactly. Which would have been a big yeah. And that's what I was going to get. That's what I was about to get at. Because I feel like it's first. I agree with both of y'all. I think it's a completely offensive thing. Like it's mm-hmm. an offensive rule. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're when you go to tackle somebody, you you already like pinpoint like kind of figure out where you're going to hit this person where you're going to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's not something where you, you don't just aimlessly go in there and throw your body because at the same time you you're taxing your body when you tackle somebody yeah. right like so i think it's a completely offensive rule because i've, I've seen a lot of running backs just mm, duck their yeah, head it's just head. you know what i'm saying no one's going to say anything about that but it's like this dude is using his head as a weapon using someone as a weapon but i can't and if I do, I'm yeah. And if I do, I'm I'm penalized. But yeah. if he does, it's that's not a big deal. I just have to take it. So, and that's a whole different conversation. Like if it wasn't Justin Fields, right? You know what I'm saying? Because you know how it is, especially in the league. I think the yeah. I think a couple games in the preseason, like you couldn't hit the quarterback. Was that a thing? You can't hit them below their knees. Like well, there was crazy. There was a lineman in the NFL who was tag. This was last year, I believe. Was sacking a quarterback. And to avoid falling on him, because you can't fall on the quarterback for some reason, yeah. he stepped to his left and tore his ACL. Because he had to make an unconventional tackle that should have been completely normal. So it, it's, that's a different I rule, think the game's like, getting softer. I, think it's, I don't think it's more of a soft thing. I think it's they're protecting the money because, you know what I'm saying, people love points, people love offense, people love yards. Yeah, love quarterbacks. Quarterbacks if you hit somebody, or any of you guys hit like receiver, you collided. And you were the one that was on the ground. Like, say one of you collided and, and like, injured yourself, like, head-to-head. Yeah. They wouldn't think that that's targeting. Yeah. They wouldn't Facts. even consider yeah. that as targeting. If, if one of – if the defender got Like, if, if you guys hit heads with the receiver, uh, and but you're the one on the ground, they would not be like, oh, it's targeting. But if they were on the ground, they'd be like, oh, yeah. of course it's targeting. I feel like at the same time, there's, a, there's some instances where it's obviously warranted. Like some like the Vontez Burfick hits against the Steelers. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that was bad. That's just up. but you can easily at the same time he's an offensive player, did the same thing, didn't get kicked out the game, which is a fifteen yard penalty. All right, let me ask you this and you can say no comment if you want. So don't you remember the play when you were coming across and I was right there? Yeah. So <laughs> could be have bad. there been plays when like what is your thought process when you got a crossing route and you have a perfect angle <laughs> to the, to either like pick the ball off or just like hit the dude what is your thought process this is like i'm about to listen the, the other day remember what i did in practice the perfect rep you know saying reddit fell off on my guy i'm like oh i'm gonna pick it and i'm running and i seen i was about to i was in a collision with the with the um, was it was it kevin was it bauman um, yeah, One of the tight ends, so. he was running out route. I was about to drop up under it, and like I, I saw I was about to collision him. <laughs> and I've had so many instances in practices, practice where 
I was not supposed to hit the guy. I ended up hitting him like it's hard. It's hard to turn it Take off. It off. It's hard to turn it, it off. It's very hard. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You playing football at the end of the day. But we're in seven on seven. I just like eased up when I could have just got a pick instead. But I'm like, it just kind of gets in your head sometimes. Yeah. Like, I have to pull off and insert like just yeah. to protect this person. Like, but if it was a game. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's where the penalty comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing FSU prep and he runs a uh, big over from the field, but he runs it short. It's like 12 yards. Yeah. It was supposed to be like 25 yards. Yeah, I ran it short. <laughs> so, I ran it so he ran it in front of me and I'm in cover two. So I have like the perfect angle. And my thought process was like, do I just run it to him? Because <laughs> we don't have Pazza, but... But coaches always like make a make a play in the ball, be in a down position type thing. Right. So I'm like yeah. there, and I see it. I'm like, this is like money right here. This is like what we all wish for. Like you can either get a pick or you can get a big hit, fumble, whatever. And then I just like went went in front of him and just this. I just spun. You ran. I just spun, and I was like, bro, what's the worst yeah. receiver? Like, because you when you know. That someone is like coming at you, and you're like, I gotta make this catch. Or I'm gonna get yelled at. No. And boom, just get smacked. But I would never. If we're live in practice, I would never tee off on one of my teammates. Like if if you want to blow up one of your teammates in practice, like I, I don't know, I, I don't really care for you. But <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, cool like that. Yeah. yeah, but if it's like, I mean, if you make a hard hit in the alley, like on a running back or something like that, that's fine. But like uh, in a game, I don't care. I don't know this. In dude. a game, I'm going him, for the ball. If you end up ball. colliding, or I'm going for the ball. It is what it is. I'm going for the ball. Second outside the garage topic. Uh, thank you at Indy underscore enthusiast for this one. Um, what's y'all's biggest fear? A little more off topic, a little more fun topic. Like just in general? biggest fear in general. Failing. Okay. <laughs> don't don't give me the no, deepest honestly, fear. <laughs> sound like no, it's, probably, it's probably my biggest fear is failing. Really? Lend you don't have like a fear of heights or family. Sharks? Nothing. Like, so not my biggest fear, but okay. A, weird, your, yeah. a weird, yeah, fear weird fear. Cats, really? What? Cats. <laughs> I did not. So I like when I was younger. I don't know if I was torturing this cat or what. Like I'm like, bro, what? I don't know. I don't know. But me and the cat had a bad relationship. He used to like chase me down the hallway, <laughs> like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. yeah. So, so whenever what? he came in the room, like I'm like, no, like bro, get out, like try to see him type of shit. He's like. Jumping around the room, scratching me all up. So ever Sheesh. since then, I haven't messed Whose with cats. Whose cat was it? Sheesh. It's my cat. What? It's my cat. Oh, you, all, you own the cat? <laughs> it was, it was um, my family's cat. Yo. I hate cats too. So, I hate cats. Uh, but yeah, do you like cats, probably, KJ? I guess a weird. I'm a yeah. dog. I'm a dog. Yeah, yeah, dog. Sure. Definitely dog. Connor, what's your biggest fear? Connor's not afraid of anything. Connor's no flaws. Connor is perfect fear? human. Unflappable. Being. Yeah. Unflappable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I should have said. No. The episode one is a perfect human being. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the idea of like the ocean and how like we it's like we haven't discovered all of it. Like the fact yeah. that if I was like stranded out in the ocean and like like drowning is I got kind of ripped. I can see that. Are you telling me about that? <laughs> imagine yeah. I didn't know what to do. It's the first time. I, no one told me that like, you're supposed to swim straight. I'm like trying to swim. No, you're supposed to like, swim I'm, sideways. I mean, yeah, sideways, sideways, but I'm yeah. trying to sh- swim straight out of it. And I'm like screaming and yelling. And one of my friends is a lifeguard, and he came. He got out. you. Well, my I was, cousin, damn, I was putting in no cam. My cousin got stuck in one of like, those. Yeah, drown, like, like hurt. It's so scary. No, it's scary. It's so That's a real scary, thing. Yeah, you're swimming as hard as you can back, and I'm hard not going anywhere. Hell, bro, <laughs> tired as hell. I got caught in one too. I'm like 10, 10 feet deep. This, and by the time well, you get out deep. of it, you're like fifty yards away from the shore. Yeah, 
Those yeah, drowning stories, and you're like a little kid, bro. <laughs> like when you're this close to him, you're like, damn, what? <laughs> I could have died. Are you serious? I was in high school. That's oh, what I was in high school. school. <laughs> oh, well, I'm tripping. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll probably say my biggest fear, and it's a little irrational because I've been doing it all my life, but lately flying has been scaring the hell out of yeah, me. I hate bro. taking off. Like oh, planes. Hate taking yeah. off. Like I'll, I'll take. It's not even taking off because you're near the ground. It's when we get in the air and we just. Floating, I'm like, bro, how are we doing this right now? <laughs> like, how are we doing this? Bro. Like, how much, how big this plane is? How much cargo's on it? How many fat people? How many big people are on this plane? <laughs> yo, yo, how? Our team plane is how big? It's probably the biggest plane that like Boeing makes, right? Because we have like 300 people on the plane. Our team plane? Yeah, yeah. Okay, half yeah. of these people are over 200 pounds. More than half. Y'all probably more than half. The plane. Yeah. 20 of these people are over 300 pounds. Yeah, Not even say. counting our our bags, everything else. like Snacks, cargo. <laughs> snacks. Like, no, no, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about like, you know, like they got the big yeah, snack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, no. The Doritos. We got like 15 pounds of grapes. We got 5,000 pounds of grapes on this They drive down our equipment, right? So they yeah. drive it down. Yeah, you drive so down. the you guys should have seen the plane to, to Dublin five years ago. It was like was a, it huge? It was insane because it was all the equipment. It Bro, was that, it especially was flying over water because oh, yeah, it couldn't drive. It can't. Yeah, my freshman year, I, I like saw something on Twitter, and this is before we went to um, Louisville. So it's first game, first game, and I saw something on Twitter about uh, We Are Marshall. Have you all seen that movie? I have seen about um, sad movie. No, yeah, it's really sad. Um, do you know about the Marshall football team that? Died in the plane crash. Oh yeah, yeah. They made so, a movie about yeah. it. They, yeah, it's called We Are Marshall. It came out a while ago, oh, okay. but something came up on my Twitter about it. I'm like, this is the worst time for this to come up on my Twitter. Like, yeah. and I've just been so paranoid about that ever since. It's it's bad to say, but like every time we get on the plane now, I'm just like thinking the worst that could happen. Like, go KJ say, like I'm thinking about the, the physics of this getting up in the air and going 500 miles an hour all the way to that's why I can't San Francisco. Watch. How, how are we about to that right now? Like. Huh? I, I can't look at the wing. I'm like, just in yeah. my head, I'm imagining the wing just like falling off. Can we talk off. about the Camping World Bowl? Oh my bro. I I thought it was no, 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 no. I, I, I said thought a prayer. I thought it was over I with. I thought it was oh, over. Oh, like, everybody's standing up. We're like at the highest altitude. Yeah, everybody's so, standing so, up. Yeah. Our freshman year bowl game going down to Orlando. Um, we had some turbulence like right before we landed too. It was like 15 minutes before we landed going into Florida. Ridiculous. And we just like hit one bump and hit two pumps, and then we're like shaking in the air. Everybody's going up and down. And I'm like, holding on to my seat, like, bro. It's, uh, that <laughs> like, was the top five scariest moments of my life. Like, like, oh no, no, that was you crazy. Can't, though. You can't do anything. You can't do anything. That was the worst uh, flight of my life. Yeah. And it's yeah. got to the point where I've I gotten so paranoid. Like on the flight back up here. I chose a seat in the back of the plane because I read somewhere that if a plane crashes, like the further back you are, the more you are. That's the worst turbulence though, right? In the back of the plane. Yeah, it is what it is, but that's what what I read. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I got so paranoid about it. Like, yeah, 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 but it is what it is. Crazy. KJ about to be driving the country. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's probably my biggest fear too. Like specifically our team planes to away games. (laughs) Like not even flying in general because I could take a flight by myself or whatever. Like our team planes, I'm just like, there's too many people on this right now. We need to take like three more planes. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm just going to add this to the outside of the group. Wait, what's your biggest fear, bro? Oh, um, yeah. Drowning. That's just drowning. Can't you swim? Ah. I can swim, but I can still, people can still drown. You can swim. Yeah, I can. I, drowning. Because, like, when you're looking up, I'm imagining, obviously, but <laughs> like, you, you can see the surface. Like, you can see what you need to get to. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. Hey, die by fire or drowning? Oh, we've talked about this before. Dr- uh, drowning? Die by fire, 100%. Huh? 100%. Because <laughs> you, you burn off your nerve endings at some point, so you can't feel it anymore. But if you're drowning, bro, I don't want to feel it's water filling up my lungs. Bro, it's not a quick burn. Drowning is probably peaceful. It's like a burn. Are you gassing? It's probably peaceful compared to getting lit on fire? Come on, bro. You screaming drowning. You can't even scream. You just like, you drowning. You know, you should be there like this. You're on fire. I'm chilling. In our situation... You know you're finna die both ways. So it's like, all right, I'm about to try. Yeah, so rather, like, let me try. Like let me try. Let me try. Let me try to be. You hold your breath, right? You're going you're gonna to black out. On fire, you are. You just prove my point. You black out when you drown. You don't have to feel yourself die. I mean, you can like be like, dang, this is going to be my last breath. Or not even last breath. Can't even breathe. But I'm. But if I'm on fire, I'm going to be like screaming like, ah, I'm on fire. Like, this shit hurts. So exactly. That's my point. I can't hold my breath that long, so I'll be wait. No, thirty seconds. Yeah, you can punch me. I'm trying to know for sure. Yeah, drowning. Drowning with it. Drowning, and you're not hot. You're not sweating or whatever it is. I don't know. You're cold. I just contradicted myself. I mean, you're not sweating. What if you're in the ocean? Ocean drowning in the ocean. Ocean work. Yes. Ocean work. But remember that video? The pool. The pool probably the worst form of drowning though, because it's just like you're in a pool. Ocean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? At least you, you sink down. You go, to remember we were watching the video? What is it called? The the uh, the Hadal zone. Hadal zone. Hadal yeah. Zone. Yeah. We just watched a video on how deep the ocean goes, and we did look up the Hadal zone if y'all ever get bored. Yeah, as far as we know, that's that's ridiculous. Last outside the garage topic, we can make it quick. Just uh, yes or no. So Donovan Mitchell, NBA basketball player for the Jazz, tweeted something out. He asked his mom, "Would you let Mike Tyson punch you in the face for ten million dollars?" 
hundred percent yes. Yes. No glove though. No glove. No. It's glove. like a stretch. Yes. Where are you gonna hit me in my face? Like Wherever dead you want. Center or the side? Dead center. Just right That's here. That's like facial reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. No, you're gonna have to get surgery after that. Yeah, you yes. are. No. As hard as he, no. as hard as he no. can, you. Mm, one time in your face. Not no yeah, glove. No glove. That's surgery. Know. You can fix. You, go, you, you can be like Hansel Squidward after. You can fix your face after <laughs> for like an AM. And you still got nine minutes. How much is like, Hansel um, Squidward? <laughs> is plastic surgery like how much? How it's much probably like, hundred rats. Probably less. Depending, I mean, yeah, less a lot for Mike Tyson punch. Break your nose. Non-taxable. Would you cry? Would you cry? If he punch you in the face, would you start crying? Just fry your nose. You just. I don't even think I. <laughs> Y'all seen The Hangover? Yeah. Which which what? I think it's the first one where I think it's Mike Tyson just punches um, Zach. I mean, yeah, 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 he doesn't yeah. punch him, but he just gets well, that's, knocked. He starts crying. Something they would put on like the Jackass movie. Steve was gonna get knocked out by Mike Tyson. And that's for free. And that's for free. That's for the laughs. I would say I would say yes though. Yes. Ten million dollars my account. New face. I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm, I'm, you're good. I'm, I'm, I like good. my face. I'm gonna keep it like this. Uh, you keep it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get a new one. It looks good, but a new one. All right, so that was the first outside the garage segment. Uh, hopefully that keeps going. We'll try to do it every week. So send us DMs or whatever, and whatever you guys want to talk about, we we're open to it, literally anything. Yo, again, <laughs> you have to say it again. What? I thought you were about to say aliens. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I mean, if you want to talk about aliens, <laughs> are we how, are we going in the universe? <laughs> 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 no, um, it's kind of one eighties. Segue into school. Sorry, bring it up. We're t- we're back in school now. Um, so we were talking about this the other day, and uh, with the first day of classes coming up, and like you sitting down, people obviously knowing you're a football player, um, Connor maybe not so much, maybe more or less, but uh, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I'm happy you don't take offense by it. Yeah, yeah. Some folks are just like, why? Why? Why don't we look this like football players? This is gonna sound bad, but because there's a, a preconceived like misconception about football players about how like we're not smarter, people don't see us football player at first, so they're more open to me being in like their lab group or something like that. <laughs> and that like I don't know, it sounds bad, but like so sometimes sometimes it comes in handy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like going off that, what was what's some like because I have a story. What's some student? misconceptions people have about football players like misconceptions students have about football players and my story it's like uh my freshman year uh i forgot what class i think it was calc and obviously went to the first day of class and once every class uh but like the fifth class this girl that sat next to me the whole time leans over and is like uh you play football right i'm like yeah and she's like so why have you been coming to every class? Don't y'all skip every class? And I was like, oh, what? Is that really what people think about? Yeah, is that really what we're on? But the craziest part, it's probably better than ever. Not to downplay any other school, but it's probably better than here? ever here. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, it makes me like feel good. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes me feel good to like know that people are expecting me to not show up to class and be there and they're like okay like he actually cares about mm. his school or like showing up and uh stuff like that but i mean i guess that's just how football players are seen universally it doesn't it doesn't even matter if you go to notre dame but uh i think this was 
this was second semester last year. No, this second semester, I mean, uh, first semester last year, I'm political science, so a lot of my classes is based off participation. I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about some book, and uh, I participate, and I, I give, like, a pretty decent, like, explanation of why I feel the way I feel and whatever. And um, after class, this girl comes up to me. She was like, I think she's talking like Michael Jones or something. And he was like, um, he's really well spoken. And um, he, I was surprised that he knows what he's talking about, something like that. And she was like, I'd have seen that in you. I didn't, I didn't, well, she didn't verbatimly say it. I don't know what she said verbatimly, but the vibes I was getting was, you aren't, I wasn't expecting you to be smart. <laughs> you, I wasn't yeah, expecting you to be smart. Yeah, you're you articulate are. for a black And I'm like, <laughs> Hold up. So yeah, I don't even know yeah. how I responded. I think I was just caught off guard and I was probably just like, okay, or something like that. Yeah, but I thought yeah. about it after a while and I'm like, ah, yeah, I, I dig deep. All right. To answer the question that we aren't articulate, we aren't well-spoken, we don't do our work, we don't read. I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 no. We do. We, we do. do all of that. <laughs> we do. Those are the yeah, misconceptions, though, definitely. Kind of mentioned it before. I personally don't. I haven't had any run-ins with someone making a comment like that mm. or towards me but wait this actual question do y'all think that is tied in like with racial misconceptions as well do you think white football players experience this like the same mm. that's a good question i was gonna say i mean like if you were in that position with me you think that she would say that no depending on but the at the same do you think here people see us first as football players or first as black you think so? Twenty four percent of us here, bro. Yeah, really low. Yeah, but I don't yeah. even think they see black people, black football players, as like black students. They're just like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's like, mm, saying. Yeah, like, yes. like she's not saying I don't go to class because I'm black or like not coming because I'm black. It's because I'm a football player. Yeah, and like I feel, I feel like they, especially here, I don't know how it is at other school because also we don't have as many black kids. So yeah, like it's different. But I feel like people see us, judge us first as football players, and then. On top of it, we're black. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. KJ? Um, I guess, like, my moment probably for that was just, I'll probably just say my business class, like, my first semester of school, I think. It was my freshman year, yeah. We had a, uh, with Professor Stevens, one you got right now. So, we were in, Shout I think out Chris was, Stevens. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it was management was yep. the name of the class. And uh, there was a couple, it was a lot of athletes in there. So, we, like, had some soccer players. We had some football players, obviously, and so a lot of cross baseball. For me, it was just kind of like one of those situations where we like broke out into like small groups and stuff like that. And like, I was like kind of taking initiative to like get numbers and like do stuff. Like, I just kind of yeah. knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of, I just kind of got this vibe. People were like, yo, you're not supposed to be participating. Like, participating. You're supposed to you're read the supposed, intro to the PowerPoint you're to be like, You're supposed to be like, yo, give me the answer. You're supposed to be like, yo, give me, you know, blah, 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 do this. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like Notre Dame's one of those schools where you can't BS. Like you just can't. Like if you <laughs> if you if you do, you're just gonna fail out. And that's just the reality. Yeah. Because the teachers, they're gonna help you to a certain degree. No teacher wants to fail you, but um, right. they're definitely not gonna hold your hand and you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and pull you through a class. Yeah. So like, yeah. I just feel like that's the school we got. So we're just not. that's a perfect segue in the next final topic. Um, what was the first time you guys realized Notre Dame would be hard? Like academically, I know we all came in and knew that was a good academic school, but it was the first time it hit you like, I'm really going to have to be on my shit. Cam has a funny story about this. <laughs> uh, freshman summer. So I came in, I enjoyed uh, math and science in high school. So I came in with the idea that I'm going to major in business, 
I'm going to figure out something in that. So first calc class, and I don't even think this is calc. I think this is like a prerequisite first three days or something like that. Like I'm, I'm low. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. And we have like a quiz. We have a quiz. What was the quiz every day or yeah. every other day or something like that? And I'm like putting so much time into it, no results. I ended up with, I, I think I ended up with a pretty good grade, but that was like the, the, the moment when I realized, bro, college is not no game. No. Yeah. So that class is what made me become a political scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Just let y'all know. So. I would say I have this one story. It was the same calc class that the girl asked me, why are you coming to class? I remember like one of the first days the professor's lecturing and this guy raises his hand. He's like, um, professor, you're, you're doing that wrong. He's like, what do you mean? And the professor had made some tiny mistake that affected the rest of the problem. The kid gets up there, does the whole problem, takes up like top to bottom of the chalkboard. And the professor's like, oh, thank you. And the kid just goes back and sits back down. I'm like, and this is your peer. I'm, this kid is probably younger than me. I'm like, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, I have to, I have to compete with this <laughs> and go practice. Did we get in the same test? Yeah, we're we in the same test. The same Bro, test. <laughs> Dude, I need to tear the test for us. There's misconceptions. I'm feeding the stereotype. <laughs> no, that's but what I was like. All right, like these dudes are serious. Like yeah. they came here to do school. Obviously, we came here to do school, but at the same time, these dudes are like. This has been their dream, like forever. Yeah, come here and do school another day. Work so. hard for it to come to school here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's the same way we work hard just to get a scholarship. Here, you know yeah. So I'm only we came before I even got to class. I just kind of looked at my schedule before I was like going to class. I'm like, damn, I might get time to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what like, time to yes. do yeah, like, yes. What is going on? Like, <laughs> I gotta wake up at. I got to wake up at seven, be at the good by this much, blah, blah, blah. Class, boom, class, bam, ah, bam. Then I'm, then I'm in the team run. ST. Then I'm like, yeah, ST yeah. team or, run. Then I'm yeah. out. Then I got study hall. Then I got, I'm like, bro, what yeah, is going like, on? What, I don't what have time to do this. And it's crazy because like, I'm not trying to knock on normal students, but at the same time, like our struggle is different. Like, like I'm in the class, uh, my third class of the day and I got to go to practice up after obviously. And the professor's like, who's, who in the class this is your first class of the day and like half the class raises their hand and i talk to the kid next to him like how many classes do you have today and they're like uh two i'm done at two so they go from like 12 to 2 or 12 to 2 30 or something like that and it's crazy because they can wake up do work yeah go to class do work yeah, at three o'clock in their dorm do work yeah and still have free time to themselves but we gotta like on Wednesdays in season, wake up at six thirty for seven thirty lift. Yeah. And then shower, go to class, three classes, and then literally sprint as fast as you can get to the Goog within ten minutes of class ending, get taped, be in meetings. The schedule is so tight. Wednesdays for me is six thirty wake up, seven thirty lift. I get out the lift at eight thirty, eight twenty. I got a class at nine thirty, nine thirty to from 9.30 to 1.40, I have straight classes, no break, probably 15 minutes in between um, each class. And then... And that's the time you use to walk to the class. Exactly. Yeah, you got to walk to And it. then yeah. from uh, 1.45 to 2.25, that, that's a small break that I have time to for myself. And then we have a meeting, a ST meeting, special teams meeting at 2.25. And then from there, we, we're in the group playing football. And don't get out till eight thirty, and that's eight thirty nine. And then have homework. And then have homework. 
Yeah. So that's no, what it's not twenty nine, but seven. Oh, you get out of practice. Yeah, but yeah. film. We get out of practice like six. Yeah, yeah we get out of practice, eat, but we eat. That's a watching film. Twelve hour day. Meeting. Yeah. yeah. So then you got to watch film after Minimum. practice, and you got to so do that's your homework. A real day in the life of a college football player looks yeah, like. Yeah, All right, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Welcome back, boys. Good to be hey, back. Back out a little bit. A little bit. He signed, wrapped up. We all get our little one hour yeah. talking, man. I like yeah, it. No yeah. phones. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, yeah. No phones. Hopefully we can hear ourselves like next time get the headsets fixed. But hopefully the audio is audio is good. There probably is some parts where we weren't close enough to the mic or something like that. Or we weren't really hearing ourselves, but hopefully not. Um appreciate you guys tuning in again. We'll be back next Monday. Um we'll be back hopefully talk about the game. Yeah, let's get this dub. Yeah, get game. this dub. Yep. Definitely get this yeah. dub. Um, put predictions on our social media. Yeah, <laughs> Chief, you put a lot. You're getting blocked. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, again, just hit us with any ideas you guys want to hear, or any st- stuff you want to talk about. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, yep. appreciate Peace. it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.